Nelsing spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go On the Range with Jay Nelsing. On the Range is brought to you by Vehicle Assurance. Hey, good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay Delsing. I got John Perlis with me. Perley, how you doing this morning? I'm doing just fantastic, Jay. Ready for the show. Ready for, uh, it's all about us today. There are no guests, huh? All about us today. Nope, there's no guests. We uh, formatted the show like a round of golf. Uh, and this first segment is the On the Range segment. It's brought to you by Vehicle Assurance. You can call them at 866-341-9255. If you need a warranty, you need some additional coverage for your vehicle, call them. They're great people. They've been in business for 10 years. Uh, over a million satisfied customers. Pearl, quick update on our social media. Go. Going, everything's going really well, Jay. Okay, cool. Uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I want to thank Bob and Kathy Donahue at Donahue Painting and Refinishing, 314-805-2132. These guys are such nice people. I met with Kathy a couple weeks ago. Just a, a great human being. Love spending time with her. They are absolutely swamped. They're doing stuff for inside of houses, outside of houses, and the work they do is just incredible. So uh, give them a call, 314-805-2132. The Tip of the Cap segment is brought to you by the Dean Team of Kirkwood. 314-966-0303. And the Tip of the Cap goes out to the PGA Championship. We've got the PGA Championship this week. It's the second major of the year. You know, they moved it to May. We're playing at Kiowa Island. Uh, We're going to have a full force of spectators out there, and we're just glad to have it back. I want to thank Colin Burnt, my buddy over at... The Dean Team of Kirkwood and his uh, right-hand person, Brandy, for helping us, for supporting the show. And if you need any sort of vehicle, please call them at 314-966-0303. Yeah, so Pearl, no guess this show. Just you and I. Uh, here we go. And so here's the topic that I came up with. And this is, I think this is going to be fun. Hopefully the listeners will think it's fun too. The only thing that we really can count on is change in our life, right? I um, I read something the other day that Jeff Bezos said, um, uh, people, how did this go, John? I think I read this to you where he was saying, uh, people are saying, you know, how uh, how do you deal with, oh gosh, I don't remember. How do you deal with all the change? And I think he said, or, or how do you, how do you do this when nothing stays the same or how do you, Oh no. How do you predict the next great thing? And he said, I'm trying to figure out, you know, what's not going to change. And he was trying to, that didn't make any sense. Did it anyway? If you're, if you're wondering about that quote, we'll throw that in the, uh, the, the old stats, (laughs) (laughs) the old stats bucket. It's close Um, enough. Yeah. We're not hurting anybody with that. Um, But the, 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 the big thing that I wanted to bring up um, was the change that's happened over the last 25 years, John, that we've seen in the golf industry. and uh, it's, it's been unbelievable. It's been un, – it, it, it happens seemingly gradually, I guess, but go back 25 years in almost every aspect of golf, and it's all wildly different. It's just incredible. It's uh, – it's, 
I mean, where do you want to start, John? When we played, when we were growing up, and that's obviously been more than 25 years ago, but one of the things that was stood out to me first and foremost was walking versus riding a cart. We, we never rode a cart ever unless we were just out completely, you know, screwing around. Yeah, it's definitely a, it's definitely a piece that for anybody learning the game, strongly encouraged, don't ride a cart. I think it's two different games personally, riding in a cart and playing and walking and playing, and maybe even a third game, walking with a caddy and playing. So if you get to any level of the game at all, to where you're working on it, improving, uh, and playing in any any competition at all, it's a completely different game, walking versus riding. You know, John, one of the things that I, I'll never forget, the the, the differences that I noted, uh, noticed from walking versus riding, is that when you walk, you walk up the face in the front of every single green. And, John, I swear that helped me read the greens better. I swear that gave me a much better idea of what I was facing putt-wise on that green. And the other thing is, John, that's one of the reasons why nobody fixes any ball marks. Think about that. The, the gigantic majority of the ball marks all land in the front third of the green. I'd say 80% of them land in the front third of the green. When you're riding a cart, you're always entering the back third of the green. Well, that's obviously true, but that's still a lame excuse. Uh, not fixing ball marks is a gut, another crazy maker as far as I'm concerned. you, you got to tell the story a little bit about, you know, I I was always taught to obviously fix your ball mark, but when we played for UCLA, tell them the story about fixing ball marks and carrying that uh, sand bucket with us. you got to throw the sand bucket in there, don't you? You love that well, sand you, bucket you story. I, you knew I, you knew you were gonna throw, I knew he was going to throw the sand bucket <laughs> story in there. I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm yeah. glad you got over it. It still for, doesn't for piss me off at all years. anymore. All of a sudden, I feel like i got a temperature. <laughs> <laughs> so me check I, I this out ever, i wonder if they ever drained that pond at the, at the oh there he goes he's gonna bring everything now we're draining the swamp all the really? details yeah wow we can't keep anything sacred anymore oh i won't tell anybody no so so brad when we got to ucla we, bel air country club is a fabulous it's still one of my top five oh, courses yeah. i've ever played it is fabulous and we were all truly we never, maybe every day we didn't act like this, but we were truly honored to be able to play there. It was, Absolutely. it was awesome Absolutely. and a badass course. Just oh, yeah. very demanding. My game improved so much. I didn't hit a fairway my entire freshman year. Yeah, and and John can vouch for that, and I'm sure he will. But uh, it's some other show. And you've got the who's who walking around everywhere. Right? Everywhere. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, all the celebs and Pearly was walking around, a future oh, wow. celeb, you know. And um, but one of the things our coach came up to us and said, "I want you to fix five ball marks on every green that you get on." And no, I second. never. Let's stop. Let's stop. Wait a second. Wait a second. Meet. Oh. I, I don't know that you don't cut want to the cut mic, that. I'm I think. not suggesting you, you cut that. 
It was two ball marks per hole, but go ahead and continue. No, it wasn't. It, was it was five ball my marks God. per hole. Pearlie's a, terrib- Pearlie a terrible it listener. Was it was five ball marks per hole. I went the extra mile then, Meat, I want to say. He was just gonna, a slacker. That's like what a it was. Slacker, and I, I fixed five ball marks per hole. But then <laughs> came the thing that just tipped the, 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 you know, the old straw that broke the camel's back? Uh-huh. This was the one that broke the back. So I thought that was a great idea. I actually still try to do that today. Not two, five ball marks per hole. And I played today, and I did that today, Pearly. Anyway, so somewhere along what, Pearl, our, our third year out there, our coach had this great idea that we were going to carry around a bucket, a real bucket full of sand to fix, to fill in divots while we played. And me, that, that didn't, that didn't sit well sounds easy didn't yeah. sit well with me it didn't it just to look you know carrying around a bucket i'm like come on man we're yeah, all playing so let's, let's set this let's set the stage here for um, a second so here we are bel air country club just a couple miles north of sunset boulevard which goes into hollywood california in westwood just off the campus here's a guy from the mi- middle of the united states st louis missouri getting paid to go to school doesn't nothing wait a minute wait a minute, L- wait a minute. where Wait a second, living in a mansion, and the coach says, hey, would you carry this bucket while you play to fill in your divot? And that was just, like, offensive to him. No, at first I it wasn't. You had it pretty good. I know, I did have a good. <laughs> actually, a lot of the things Pearlie said was not wrong. But let's not, let's not you know, we've never been that factually based on this, this show. But what happened was, I don't know what happened, but what, what happened was, I had a little bit of a temper back then. And those buckets became, uh, um, uh, you know, they they took a beating a couple of times, um, uh, a couple of times there. You know, yep, they they got hit. Oh no! They, they got broken, and uh, all of a sudden I didn't have a bucket. Oh wow! And I felt, you know, kind of bad about that. I didn't have a bucket, and um, I can remember coach coming to me on the. Was like the fourteenth hole, Pearl, and he said, uh, uh, "Hey, Mr. Delsing." And he, Eddie Merritt was from Meridian, Mississippi. Talked, he talked slower than um, uh, syrup falls out of a tree. He'd say, <laughs> "Mr. Delsing." So when when Eddie recruited me, he called me on the phone because we didn't have the internet or anything, and. Uh, he'd have these long pauses, and I thought he was finished talking, so I'd start talking. He was just taking a breath. <laughs> and he'd say, uh, I was on the 14th hole. I said, Mr. Delsing, I don't see your sand bucket. And I said, um, nope, I don't have my bucket anymore. He said, where is that bucket? And I said, I think it's at the bottom of the 8th lake. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's at the bottom. It's, you it's did the not bottom. say that. You didn't say that. You thought you left it in a bush or something. I don't remember what I said, I guess, but I know where it was. It was at the bottom of the lake at number eight because I broke it and I beat the hell out of it with my sand wedge and threw it in the lake. And so it sunk down to the bottom and he made me walk in from 14. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. What? Yeah. He made me walk in. Yeah. <laughs> we had a couple battles, Coach and I. Um, he obviously uh, didn't understand me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it couldn't. Yeah. I knew it couldn't slip down by Pearly. I I just was a hothead, and I I didn't like anybody to tell me what to do. That was what it was. No, you were. I I I'm gonna I'm gonna rebut that as well. I don't remember you as a hothead. Not that we all didn't lose our temper once in a while. 
You didn't want anybody to even think of telling you what to do. That's where the issue was. Didn't I just say that? Or no buckets. Okay, so I wasn't really a hothead, but I did not like to be told what to do. Like if someone said, don't take a left, I mean, all I could think of was, what's over there? What's the left? (laughs) Well, look at that. What's out? You know? We used to do that. Yeah. Well. All right, so that's going to wrap up. The, did we cover anything on the front, on the, so. uh, on the range segment? I don't <laughs> what, think we did. What was the subject matter? I don't remember. I don't think so. But um, but we might. Folks, don't go anywhere because the, uh, the front night's coming up, and we might cover something there. We might not, too. Probably not. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hello, hmm. friends. This is Jim Nance, and you are listening to Golf with my friend Jay Delsing. Are you looking for a great career? Do you like meeting nice people, working with your hands, and fixing things inside the home? Marcon Appliance Parts Company would like to encourage you to consider a high-paying career in major appliances repair and service. Major appliance service technicians are in very high demand. Major appliance techs work regular hours and make excellent money. They work local, in their own communities, and are home every night. It is an incredibly stable industry and highly rewarding work. Discover more about your new career in major appliance services today by contacting a local appliance service company in your hometown. In southern Illinois, contact Jeff Klein at Mount Vernon TV and Appliance Center. The phone number is 618-242-1579. Marcona Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts. I am delighted to welcome Marie Davila to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. I'm sure you know where it is, but in case you don't, Marie Davila is a landmark out in West St. Louis County. It's located on the corner of Clayton and Weidman Roads. It's also on 21 beautiful rolling acres right on the way out to Queenie Park. It's a country club-like atmosphere. It's iconic, and it's absolutely gorgeous. When my dad died and my mom decided she didn't want to live alone, Marie Davila was the first place we called. When we pulled up, we were greeted at the front door by the owner, and he took us around on a tour of the facility. We learned that there are one, two, and three-bedroom villas that you can live in, and there's also 24-hour care in the East, West, and the Waterford buildings. So Marie Davila had everything that my mom wanted. One of the things that stood out in my mind as well was the way the family-owned business treats their guests. That's right. They refer to them as guests, but they treat them like family. So if you're in the process of trying to make a tough decision for this next part of life, you got to visit Marie de Villa. This is local. This is family. And this is St. Louis. This is Marie de Villa. Come be our guest. When things come out of left field... Having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101 to see how they can help you stay in the game. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Hey, this is Jay Delsing for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology used by the pros on the PGA Tour. That's right. SSM Health Physical Therapy has Titleist Performance Institute trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screen on you. And as well, they can use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. It is awesome. Proper posture and alignment can help you keep it straight down the middle. There's 80 locations here in the St. Louis area. 
Call them at 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly with me. Brad Barnes is taking great care of us here at the ESPN Studios, and we're headed to the Front Nine. The Front Nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. I can't wait for this. St. Louis has got professional golf back in town. September 6th through 12th at Norwood Hills Country Club. Ascension is... A community powerhouse rock star. What other superlatives can we throw on this, John? They they just been great. They, they just they're great. getting it done. They are getting it done big time. Yeah, so we thank them. And uh all right, so Pearl, we're talking about changes in, in the game of golf in the last twenty five years or so. All right, and we talked a little bit about cards, walking versus riding. Um one of the things I gotta say, I mean Tiger Woods and this power game, Tiger got everybody lifting weights. I mean, how crazy is that on the PGA Tour? He got he, he brought. I mean, how about how about the physical physiques of the professional golfer, John? Can you remember Jay in college? So I, I, I I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't know it was Tiger. Not a surprise to me, obviously, but I didn't know that. You remember in college, not that we were running to the gym by any stretch, but the couple of guys that did, they got in trouble. They, they were absolutely trouble. said, said you cannot go to the gym, you cannot be lifting weights, you can't do this. I remember early, early days, Keith Clearwater changing his body. I think he was the first one of any note that uh, changed his body, went to the gym, did that kind of thing. But absolutely, I mean, we were absolutely told it's the wrong thing to do, it won't work, it'll hurt your game. Etc. And by the way, I don't necessarily disagree with that if you do it wrong. I think there's a right way to work at it and get strength and change your body that way. And I think there's a wrong way to do it. Oh, there's no doubt, John. And think about that. You know, the TPI, Titleist Performance Institute, all of these things that have come about because of Tiger. That What Keith did was all pre-Tiger. I mean, it's... Oh, it, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. You know, and his game did not get better. I don't think so. By the way, he was one hell, heck of a player, and I agree with you. I don't think it did get better. I, I So ultimately, you know, he gets to do what he wants to do. It's his body. It's his game. But I'm not sure it helped his game. No, I think so. I think so. Um, so, man, one of the things, John, and this is so dumb, but I got to bring it up anyway. One of the things that um, comes back to me, in spades was I can remember one time when I, I was actually leading the Phoenix Open. I was staying at your mom and dad's house. I think Mackenzie, my oldest, was just a little baby. And I can remember having to iron our clothes. Remember all of the heavy cotton shirts, the heavy cotton pants. I, and I know that sounds so, you know, meaningless, but gosh, this new material is nice. It, it's a it, it's meaningless to people that, that never went through it. But when we played college golf, we'd get those beautiful foot joy. I think they were called classics. Yes. Metal spikes. And they were, you know, I think they weighed four pounds each until you, until you played in the rain or in the morning dew. And then they got up to about 12 pounds each. And like you said, then all of a sudden it's raining or the dew and the, and the heavy uh, kind of docker-like pants with cuffs that we had on them. 
those gained about a pound and a half as those cuffs sucked up the uh, the moisture uh, from from the rough that we were messing around with. And then the shirts, by the time we got done, given our unbelievable physiques and our unbelievable chest uh, bulging out, uh, ended up being drooping down somewhere closer to our hips or our pockets. Yeah, it, it, yeah, you brought that up. It's so funny you bring that up. It was wildly different. It was, I mean, just the end of the day, the clothes in the rain now, shoes included, versus if you play in the rain today, then versus today, you're probably talking four to six pounds. And I don't think I'm exaggerating. Pearl, what about, what about forget the rain? What about when it was hot? Remember, oh, yeah. it was like exactly. he had a burlap blanket, you know, thrown over yeah. you with those with those shirts. Yeah, that's that's crazy. But let's talk about a couple of things that are a little more meaningful. Pearl, how about the golf ball? Think about the golf ball. First of all, how many golf balls when we were in college and we're playing the Bellata, right? This is before the 394 and all the 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 the, the cool products that Titleist came out with. How many balls did you go through every round? Well, at least two or three, not that I could afford to change them out, but you sure as heck needed to between the scuff marks and the uh, the cuts in it. Yeah, you, you, you could hit a pretty decent shot, and it would have a smile in it. No, I mean 100%. I mean, the, those Bellata balls were, were incredible. When's the last time you took one of these new balls out because it was, quote-unquote, unfit for play like back in the day? Hey, if I haven't lost it, I'll yeah, keep exactly, it, baby. exactly. I said to you, I think I said to you in the notes, and when we were prepping for this, I'm like, the only problem is the Pro V ones; they don't float, you know. Otherwise, we could, we had a shot of finding them. Um, yeah, when it comes to equipment, John, I feel like golf has gone. Oh my! I, I mean, I I don't want to say off the deep end because that's that would as such a hugely negative connotation, but it's gone into the abyss at least. Uh, hey Jay, when we were Jay, when we were freshmen or sophomores, what what was the golf ball? What what was it called at that point? I just remember a ballada, but what? Yeah, it was how, how it was, was a three eighty four. It was a it was a three eighty four. three eighty four, and then they had the low trajectory came out when we were like freshmen or sophomores, uh, and then they had the high trajectory came out, and nobody played that, and then. Um, Pearl, they went to the 394, I think, uh, or they went to the professional next. I think that's exactly what they did. What was what was pre- previous to the 384? Do you have any? I don't. I don't that? recall. I don't. Okay, recall. so whatever that was, whatever that was before the 384, I seriously would love to see the tour players have to play whatever previous to 384 was because that was a big change. But the previous to 384, it was a completely different game you didn't think straight and i remember i remember the instructors you they tell you you can't think straight you got to curve it this way or you got to curve it that way there wasn't really a straight a thought of hitting a straight shot no no you know what john but quite honestly that ball didn't fly straight that ball did not fly straight I knew it it it, I it, knew yeah, it. it had to be the I ball knew it wasn't me it must have been I the ball's fault me. right yeah so um yeah, so interesting, John. You know, what? Um, a couple of weeks ago when we had, had Craig Can on, who was just a great guy, he talked about being one of the first folks, you know, at the Golf Channel. 
and being one of the original broadcasters, the original six down there and stuff. Um, John, one of the things that I wanted to to bring up was what about the agronomy? What about the 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 actual equipment that they maintain golf courses with, and what that looks like? I mean, can you imagine? Uh, I think I think Faraday said a couple of weeks ago that if Jack Nicholas in 1975 would have hit his putt as hard in 75 as uh, in or in today's world as he did in 75, he'd have been on the 17th tee on the 16th where he held that putt that long putt up the up the face of the green yep. there at 16, and then he gave yep. his nice little Henry Longhurst um, uh, impersonation. But that's been a big deal, Pearl. It's, a, it's an absolutely huge deal. The number of times, I can remember specifically, I think he went through the same qualifier. L.A. Open probably in 84 or something like that. We played a golf course to qualify to play in the L.A. Open that the greens were so bad, you, you might as well have chipped them all the way around. And I don't mean, I don't mean blade your sandwich. I mean chipped it. Where were we, Pearl? Los Arenos? Uh, Green Valley or Green River or oh. something like that. But but the point was, you know, I can remember caddying for you, being blown away by the number of times the golf courses were in somewhere between mediocre and god-awful condition. And, you know, TV could make that kind of go away a little bit. But as a, as a, as a player, you guys were dealing with stuff for them like, oh, my gosh, how, how do you play this? Uh, it, 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 it's changed so much. It's, it, and by the way, it's still not perfect out there, which is another thing TV, you know, doesn't let us see really. Um, but that's part of the mental part of the whole game is, is there's plenty of imperfections out there. You can hit the perfect putt and it, it, it won't go in. Pearl, I can remember the first time I went down to New Orleans, I played in the, uh, I think it was USF and G was our title sponsor, whomever down there. And I got to like the 12th green in the practice round and there wasn't a blade of grass on it. And then when I, yeah. uh, when I came out, cause I wasn't in the pro-amps, my fr- my rookie year on tour. And I came out there on Thursday and all the sand was painted green. <laughs> there you go. And I said to well, my well, kid, well, I said, how the hell do you read sand? And he's like, yeah. I don't know. Good luck. That, that's just a big part of the game. You know, and, and that's the greens. And then you can back it up and talk about the fairways. And then when the ball just sits, again, you can't see it on TV, but when the when the grass is thin in the fairways and the ball is just basically sitting on dirt, uh, there, there's just a lot of those things, which to me, tells you how great those players are on tour because it's not perfect. I mean, it's and it's a lot harder to play when it's not perfect. Pearl, do you remember the first time you played on bent grass compared to Azoja or Bermuda and how down the ball sat and how squirrely the ball flew out of wet uh, bent grass? Well, I, I remember different conditions through the years. I remember as a Midwest kid going down and playing at the University of South Florida outside of Tampa my first year, going like, what do I do? The wind's blowing all the time. Every time I looked, looked down, the ball, fairway or not, is sitting in some level of sand, and all the greens are elevated in turtlebacks. I'm thinking, I'm going to shoot 85 every time I tee it up. Well, let's, you know what? That's going to wrap up the front nine, but let's uh, end that there. And, may, I mean, make sure we pick up Pearly shooting 85 every time he plays <laughs> on the back nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hey, this is Kay Cockrell, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. If you have a car and you're struggling to get some protection for that car, let me recommend Vehicle Assurance. One... 
866-341-9255 is their number. They have been in business for over 10 years and have a 30-day money-back guarantee, which is one of the reasons why they have over 1 million satisfied customers. They are known for their painless claims process and their premium vehicle protection. So whatever that car looks like, they can help you. You can find them at VehicleAssurance.com or call them again at 866-341-9255 for a free quote. Get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve. Don't miss the hottest rookie class in PGA Tour Champions history. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club September 6th through the 12th. Join legends Jack Nicholas, Tom Watson, and Hale Irwin to celebrate the PGA Tour Champions' newest event. Professional golf returning to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, pro-am foursomes on sale now. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. I am with my buddy Joe Sheezer from USA Mortgage. Hey, Jay, how are you? Doing great, Joe. Thanks so much for the support of the show. I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, congratulations. This is uh, your third year, and we're really proud to be a sponsor all three years since the very beginning. It's a great show, and we look forward to it every Sunday morning. Well, thanks a bunch. Tell us just a little bit about USA Mortgage and what you can do for people. Well, USA Mortgage is a uh, ESOP. It's an employee-owned company, so over a 1,000 families here in St. Louis work for the company. So if you want an opportunity to patronize a, a local company, please call USA Mortgage 314-628-2015 and I'll be more than happy to sit down with you, go over your options, discuss all the different programs that are available and give you an opportunity to support a local company. That's awesome, Joe. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, Jay. Thank you. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, The Ultimate Virtual Golfing Experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by Fogelbach Agency with Farmers Insurance. Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly. He is waving at me, sitting right next to me. Pearly, what's up? Okay, I'm going to throw you a curveball, a complete curveball here. Here we are on the Back Nine of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. What's the most fascinating Back Nine you ever played? Good, oh, bad, I, I know, I know that, I know that, I know that. But first of all, I got to give props to my man Ed Fogelbach because he's he's sponsoring this back nine and um, the Fogelbach Agency with Farmers. Uh, oh, this is going to be good. Um, please reach out to Ed three one four three nine eight zero one zero one. He will help you with any of your insurance needs. Pearl, I played uh, at the Canadian Open one year. And I played my last four holes, five under. Nice. Oh, man. Nice. I w- I'll never forget this because I think I want to finish in third in the tournament. And I'm, I'm sitting in my locker and getting a shower. And, and um, uh, Joey Cinderella comes up and goes, dude. Where did you come from on the back nine? I said, what do you mean? He goes, I don't know. I was sitting there in fourth place all by myself, and then all of a sudden I see you pass me up. He was a great guy. Joey Sindler was just terrific. But I remember going um, something like, 
birdie on 15, eagle on 16, birdie 17, birdie 18. I was playing with VJ Singh, and I stepped up on 18 pearl, and I, I remember hitting this hard little draw off the tee with my driver, and I had been hitting fades most of the day. And he looked at me and like, I can't believe you can hit a draw. And I was like, just keep watching, bro. No, I didn't you say. Don't, I didn't you say. don't understand me. You don't understand me, VJ. I can hit it anywhere. You don't understand me, VJ, <laughs> and neither do I. Um, so, uh, yes, yeah, so, but um, oh man, that was a fun, fun back nine. I think I wound up shooting. I think I shot thirty because I think I was one under going into that, and snuck up on everybody when they weren't looking, Pearl. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. I gotta tell you my maybe the one off the top of my head, my favorite back nine. I'm playing going through Canadian uh, open Canadian tour qualifier outside of Toronto. And I'm right on the bubble. Which I should have been comfortable with, but uh, not necessarily. <laughs> so we we got about we got about six holes to go and this unbelievable thunderstorm starts coming through and they call us off the lightning all over the place going absolutely nuts. So I go inside Right away, I'm looking for an official. And he's like, what do you want? I said, when we're allowed to get back out there, can I hit any balls in the range? And I, I, I think the answer was at the time, I did it whether or not he said I could. And I go out there and I hit a couple of balls because I just needed to hit one like free swing and not hold choking that, <laughs> that grip to death coming down the stretch. So I got six holes to go. I'm also a believer, for the record, that in the rain, the wind, when that's kind of changed, whatever it is, the ions, the eons of the atmosphere changed. I felt different. All of, a, all of a sudden, I could swing away. I go two under, coming down the last six holes, not only to get my card, but finish top eight, which exempted me for the first half of the field. So it was just a, a, a sea change of not going through all that garbage at tour school and not get my car to getting it hey me 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 do you remember asking pearly about his best uh, i don't remember anybody asking did he about say that. the atmosphere is changing yeah this game? he did he did pearl tell everybody tell the folks this story about the time you're going through q school down in houston <laughs> Oh, no. What? no, no, you know what I'm not going to tell you. You know why I'm not going to tell you? Because it wasn't Houston, so there. <laughs> if you can remember where it was, I'll tell you. It was somewhere other than Houston. Tell them. <laughs> tell, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Tell them that it story. Was, it was it was, it was was La Golf Course designed by Lee Trevino. Was it in Texas, good, Pearl? No, it was in Florida. It was absolutely oh, in Florida. Damn. It was out in the middle of absolutely nowhere in Florida. They're one of those new properties that they put together. And I am I am just on full grind mode, and I'm going to get to the finals of tour school. I'm in great shape going into the last round. However, my bank account was still reflecting my previous uh, successes, uh, and so I was staying about 60 miles away from the golf course. So I get done playing. I went in. They didn't know the tee times for the next day. I said, fine. Got the phone number like we all do. Drive my 60 miles to get to my Motel 6 somewhere out in the middle of some swamp someplace. And didn't have a phone in my in my room. So I had to go out, oh out, out across the street and oh keep making these phone calls. No, no, this is like a know, bad dateline. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's like a bad dream. So here's eight, 80 or 90 guys all in a similar situation calling right to get the tea times. 
So I'm running outside in my shorts, run across the street, put another dime or quarter or whatever it was, neither of which I could afford, <laughs> it, into the phone into the phone booth, call up there, ring and ring and ring, and nobody's answer. It's busy, it's busy, it's busy. We go back and forth, back and forth. I'm thinking, well, what the heck? I'm clearly either leading, I'm certainly in the leader group, so it's got to be at, you know an 11.30 to 12 o'clock time. I'll call at 7 o'clock in the morning just to kind of <laughs> confirm, but everything's fine. So I go to sleep. I don't think too much of it. Get up the next morning, 7, 7.30, make a phone call. And again, I'm 60 miles away, right? And they call, and finally something, it rings through the pro shop. And they said, hey, I'm just checking my tea time. John Perlis, uh, X amount of whatever my score was at the time. And I said, I think I'll be in the leader group. He said, yeah, you are. You are in the leader group. And they're, they're going off at 8.10. I said, it's 7.30. What do you mean 8.10? I'm in the leader group. Well, they, they deemed that the, the grass and the, the conditions were so difficult and unfair to the leaders that they're going to put you guys first today so that it's more fair. And I'm like, I'm 60 miles away. I'm literally, I'm, I'm breaking into a sweat. I'm in complete <laughs> panic. I'm thinking, where do I get a helicopter, you know, and, and be able to pay them like 50 cents to take me there. So I just, I, I just, I, I just went, I went back into my Motel 6, laid on the bed. I don't think I cried, but I moaned. And then I'm thinking, how do I explain this to my sponsors, to my parents, to my friends, etc.? And yeah, so I didn't make the uh, the fourth round uh, to get into the tour school finals. I think all I had to do is break 80 at a course that I was, you know, a couple under par at for the first three rounds. And uh, I I just booked another flight and flew home. That's amazing that you told that story because that wasn't the one I was talking about. <laughs> I, I had a feeling there was a different one, but what the heck were you asking about? I that? thought there was one in Texas where you woke up in the middle of the night and you're like, I got to hit some balls. Oh, yeah, that was in Texas. Yeah, that was Lake Conroe. Yeah, yeah, that was Lake <laughs> No, that's the year that, why are we talking about me? But that's the year that I got into tour, tour school I know. finals. Two o'clock in the morning, I wake up uh, next to a friend, and I said, "I don't, I don't think that I can hit the golf ball." And she's like, "What are you talking about?" I said, "I don't think I can make contact in my swing." <laughs> so, 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 what, what, are you, what are you going to do about it right now? She's like, "What?" I said, "Give me some golf balls. I'm going to go hit some shots." <laughs> so we go off the back patio. She happened to live on a on a, on a lake, Lake Conroe. And we, I dropped three balls in this heavy, heavy Bermuda grass, and I just pured them. I'm like, okay, I go to sleep. Oh and so I, I, I think I went back to sleep. And what was your next day like? It was great. The next day was great. Yeah. Every day was great after that. Every day was great after that. All right, cool. Hey, <laughs> let's get back to our topic. What is our topic? All right, so Pearl. Golf with Jay Delsley. Yeah, that's our, our general topic. Oh, my gosh, that was Fantastic stories by Pearlie. Now you guys know why Pearlie's out of the golf business? Could be. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Pearl, how about lessons? When you think about how lessons have changed, when 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 we were getting a bunch of lessons, you sat around with me getting a bu- bunch of lessons. I don't want to throw a bunch of people under the bus, but what do you th- has has the instruction gotten better, John? Yeah, and I'll tell you, Jay, obviously it's gotten better, and we understand it better because of uh, video and slow motion and things like that. So I don't think you want to, I don't think we're throwing anybody under the bus. It's like anything else, business, life, 
how we approach things is changed for sure. I have to say, when when uh, a couple of weeks ago, when Faraday mentioned Dave Faraday mentioned uh, taking uh, or being tutored underneath Phil Ritson uh, at uh, at Disney, I actually took a lesson from Phil Ritson, and I, I remember quite a bit about that lesson, and also specifically for another conversation. Uh, Mo Norman was the next person after me to take a, a lesson from Phil Ritson, which when I look back at that, that's kind of an epic situation. That, that is that is but, epic. I would have loved to, to sat in on that with Phil. Phil's from South Africa, I think, Pearl, right? And and listen to um, that conversation with Mo. Well, Mo comes up and I'm hitting balls and Mo's right behind me because it's his turn next. And he kind of wanted it to be his turn then. Just <laughs> of smoking. course he did. He's just smoking these things behind me, and all of a sudden you hear him go, ooh, 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 ooh. And Phil's like, Mo, what's wrong? Oh, aiming for the two, going over the five, aiming for the two, going over the five. Mo said everything two to three times. And he's talking about the 250 sign. He's hitting bloody drivers over it, and he's going over the wrong number, and he's upset about it. I'm thinking, I'm trying to keep it on the range. Yeah, that's, that's right. He was serious. And it, and I can remember Phil, I very specifically remember Phil Ritson saying, Mo, I'll be right over there. We'll straighten it out right after I finish working with John. And I knew Mo Norman a tiny bit from the Canadian tour because the guy that taught me the game was actually friends with Mo for many years before. So I hadn't seen him for, I was in college at that time. So I hadn't seen him for a good 10, 12 years, but, and he certainly didn't remember me, but it was just interesting to watch an, an all time historic player like a Mo Norman take a lesson. It was, uh, it was fascinating because I think Phil Ritson just played along because there's really nothing you're going to tell Mo. One, he wasn't going to listen. Two, he didn't need to listen. Yeah, it's interesting, Pearl, because um, I've been I've had lessons from David Ledbetter. I've had lessons from Peter Casas. I've had lessons from Rick Smith, um, all sorts of different people. And um, what's interesting is that in the modern era with these high-speed computers and these high-speed cameras, it's pretty much dispelled a lot of the things that we were taught as as kids. You know, we were taught that if you wanted to hit a hook, just swing more out to the right. We No one ever mentioned club face. You right. know, and, and so right. when you swing out to the right, if you shut your club face down, the ball's going to start left. Doesn't matter. You know, yeah. and when, gosh, what, Pearl, 10, 12 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, when these newer products came out where they could slow and capture your swing enough, we realized that the club face was everything. The club face is hitting the ball. We got to get that that club face and that ball square to hit it this way or that way and make it work. And so, a lot of the things we were taught, to, you know, we'd swing farther out to the right, pearl, but shut our face down, and all of a sudden, hell, the ball would hook wildly farther left. Well, you know, Jay, it's easy to like you're you're talking before, you know, to say, well, they taught us this or they taught us the wrong thing. Again, I think another analogy, which we we often do on your show, is is to business. You know, business practices 15, 20 years ago. Raising a child practices 20 or 15 years ago. Everything's changed. Right. We learn, hopefully, hopefully we learn, hopefully we evolve, hopefully we try try new things and, and keep trying to get it better and better. Without telling who it was, because that would be inappropriate, talk about coming down the 18th hole at uh, Pebble Beach when you're getting a final lesson from an individual that you'd worked with uh, for a while. And uh, explain how that went. I knew enough at the time because I'd just flown in. I'd walked from the 18th green back to catch you guys. Yeah. It was a practice round. And I knew enough that when I was about 50 yards away, I could just sense a tension and an angst 
that I knew to stay 50 yards away. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap up the back nine, but we're going to cover that. Uh, what do you want to call that? That story. We're going to call that. It was not a wrestling match. There were me. no blows. We're going, that, we're going to call that, trust me, swing it to the right. That's what we're going to call that one. All right. We're going to pick that up. On the Michelob Ultra 19th hole, don't go anywhere for this fascinating story. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. This is Bill DeWitt the Third, president of the St. Louis Cardinals, and you're talking to Jay Delsing. And wait, oh, sorry, what's the name of the show? <laughs> Golf with Jay Delsing. Oh, yeah, let me start it. <laughs> After my knee replacement, I was able to swing the golf club again without any pain. SSM Health Physical Therapy guided me through the rehab process. And when I was ready, one of their specially trained KVS certified physical therapists put me on the 3D motion capture system. Man, did I love it. They evaluated my posture, alignment, and the efficiency of my swing. They gave me golf-specific exercises to help my swing become more repeatable and more efficient. Call them at 1-800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at ssmphysicaltherapy.com. Tell them Jay sent you for a special pricing. Your therapy, our passion. Are you looking for a great career? Do you like meeting nice people, working with your hands, and fixing things inside the home? Marcon Appliance Parts Company would like to encourage you to consider a high-paying career in major appliances repair and service. Major appliance service technicians are in very high demand. Major appliance techs work regular hours and make excellent money. They work local, in their own communities, and are home every night. It is an incredibly stable industry and highly rewarding work. Discover more about your new career in major appliance services today by contacting a local appliance service company in your hometown. In St. Louis or St. Charles County, contact Brian Probst at AAA Home Services. The phone number is 636-299-3871. Marcona Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts. I know you've heard me talk about Whitmore Country Club. I want to thank them for supporting the show again for the third year and tell you things are going great for them. There's 90 holes of golf when you join at the Whit- at Whitmore Country Club. The membership provides you access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. Cart fees are included. There's no food or beverage minimums and no assessments. 24-hour fitness center is fantastic. There's two large pool complexes uh, and three tennis courts. Stop in the golf shop. you got to see my buddy Bummer. He is an absolute great guy that would love to help you with your game and love to show you around um, the uh, facility. He and his staff uh, run golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, couples events. There's live music. There's uh, uh, great dining opportunities out there, outside, inside. Anything you and your family need golf-wise, fun-wise, visit WhitmoreGolf.com or call them at 636 636- 926-9622. Professional golf returns to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic, presented by Emerson. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club, September 6th through the 12th. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, and pro-am foursomes are on sale now. All proceeds go to North St. Louis County Charities. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com or call 314-938-2828. PGA Tour Golf is back in the loo. The Ascension Charity Classic.
Let your local farmer's insurance agent, Ed Fogelbach, put his experience to work for you. Ed Fogelbach proudly serves St. Louis area families and businesses and is ready to review your existing policies or provide a no-obligation quote today. Call the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101 to get smarter about your insurance. Again, that's the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. I want to tell you about Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. My friend Colin Burnt runs the store over there, and he helped me buy a used Volkswagen for my daughter, Joe when she turned 16. We've had the car for over a year. It's running great. It's nice and safe, and we've taken it there to get it serviced just recently. Pearly, that does the show with me, just bought a nice Toyota truck from Collins. So I want you to know that if there's any sort of vehicle you need, anything at all, you can get it at the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. You can call them at 314-966-0303 or visit them at DeanTeamVWKirkwood.com. Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsey. The 19th hole is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Uh, I'm your host, Jay. I got John with me. Brad Barnes has taken great care of us at the ESPN studios. We are headed to the Michelob Ultra 19th hole, Pearl. Let me set this up a little bit. So you're coming down the 18th hole. I'm walking from the green back. I run into Olin Brown. He's just like, Pearly, I wouldn't go any further. I take a couple more steps and I can just feel the angst the heat coming off the caddies are kind of waving me back. Like don't get too close to here. And here we are at one of the most iconic places in the world, certainly in the golf world, 18 at pebble, bright, sunny day waves crashing into the shore. Everything should be perfect, but something was, you were struggling. Your, 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 your instructor, your teacher, well-known was walking side by side with you and you were going for one final lesson. Yeah. One final lesson is the key here. Um, I can remember we were sitting out. I, I said to him, look, I don't know if you've been paying attention to my stats. I don't know if you're paying attention to my scores. I can't beat anybody. And he would say to me, you're the best swinger of the club that I have. And I said, I don't want to be the best swinger of the club. I want to be able to play the game. I can't I can't get this. I've got, what did I have? I had two, no, I had three shots. Here's the three shots, guys. I could hit a hard pull hook that went 20 yards left of the target and probably 15 yards too far, which is not so good. I had one that would go online that would be at least a club and a half short. And then I had a little flare. (laughs) Then I had a little flare out to the right that would go somewhere in between all those. Those are my three shots. And, and I I'm, couldn't caddy for the first one. And I I'm trying to play. I, I was trying to play against the best players in the world. And I'm standing out in the middle of the 14th fairway, and I'm trying to explain to him this to him. And we put this ball down. I hit, you know, I should be 40 yards in front of Olin Brown, and I'm 10 yards behind him. And I'm in the fairway somehow because I hit that fluffy little fluffy ball down the middle. And he said, here's what I want you to do. And I said, if I do that, this ball is going to hit that mansion on the right. And he goes, well, just hit the mansion on the right then. And I said, all right. 
So we put the ball down and made the swing, and it flew right into this. What? What did we figure, Pearl? Because the day before we took the, um, I took the uh, that th- that place was for sale. Meat. I walked over there and I took the little for sale card out of that little placard thing that held it. It was like forty-seven million dollars. Oh, no big deal. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like the place you live in now. Yeah, and it had, exactly. It had a, I, I had a guest room that, and it had a five-car garage and all that. And I flew it right into the middle of that that compound over there. And I looked at him. I go, "That's what I'm talking about." And he said, no, what happened there? And I said, no, no, that's not what happened there. What I did was what you said, and that's what I get when I do that. And he goes, give him another ball, says to my caddy, throw another ball down. Here's what I want you to do. And I said, it's going to produce the same shot. And he goes, nope, nope, it's going to go right down the fairway. And guess what? Twins. Right over into that, that compound, and it was on at that point. I had had enough, and I said to him, I'm so tired of you not listening to me and you not understanding what I'm trying to do here. And that's an end. We didn't get to, we didn't get to wrestling match. We, nobody threw a punch, but um, anyway, Pearlie came in a lot. Three holes later, everybody was scared to death. They thought we were going to go at it. And I, I just, I, I, I would never get into a fight, but I'm not going to sugarcoat it, man. It just, it just wasn't happening. It wasn't happening, and that's that's so tough. And part of the challenge is, and you would always talk to me about this, you knew you had to improve every year just to survive out there. People would say, well, you know, you didn't win or you didn't do this. If you didn't get substantially better every year, you weren't going to keep your card. You weren't going to get to keep playing. So you had to do that. You had to work with different guys. You had to try to tweak, challenge yourself, and improve things. There was no status quo out there, you know, unless you're some – absolute rocket superstar but even those guys are working at it and, and changing and, and trying to get better you just couldn't sit on your laurels yeah so i mean when the the topic of the show is the change that's gone on on the tour the lessons the uh, the uh, teacher's abilities to understand the swings better understand the mechanics better the 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 difference between pearl walking and riding the difference between wearing like a burlap uh shirt and yeah. and something that you know comes right out of the dryer and, and you can pop right on um john i gotta ask you what would you say for you personally is the biggest change that's affected your beautiful golf game now <laughs> as compared to 25 years ago other than the fact that I don't take it back more than about three feet on my back swing, it's really quick, really quick, really quick from the top. Yeah. Wow. Other than uh, what, that, what's 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 changed it? Gosh, Jay, that's I'm probably the worst guy in the world to ask that because you know I was never into equipment. You weren't either until later in your year, which you knew you had to start really really learning it and getting better at it. Um, other than the fact that I don't play much anymore, that's a big a big change. Um, so, John, let me let me jump in here, and and you can kick this around a little bit. The biggest change, undoubtedly, for me, besides the physical fitness of the of the other players and stuff, because I was on the back end of that tiger rain there is the driver and the in the golf ball combination a hundred percent it made driving the ball so much easier i can tell you this john my rookie year on tour 1985 i finished in the top 10 or so in driving distance and i was 267 yards off the tee my last oh gosh i was probably 46 years old when i had you know a decent year kept my card and i was uh it was probably 20-something years later, 
and I was I was at two ninety seven in change. And instead of being in the top ten, I was seventy eighth in distance. Yeah. So we we fast forward twenty some odd years, and I was twenty some odd yards longer, and lost over sixty spots on the distance list. Yeah, I think there's you know it's not relative to my game, but what I see out there is if I had one one thing to point to, it'd be the golf ball. Just kind of what you said. It just flies so straight. And it's a rocket. It's a rocket. Yeah. You just couldn't make that old one do that. Your very best shots weren't going to do what what an average uh, shot can do uh, to this day. However, the shaft, mowing the greens, all the things we've talked about today absolutely play a part of it. And you know what? Given the game, it's a shot here, it's a shot there. Uh, all those things matter. They all matter a lot. And and then throw onto that, Pearl, 25 years of better human beings, better physically fit guys, more of all of this combined to 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 fit into a world that just is what they grew up with. Oh, my gosh. You've got great athletes that are making a hell of a lot of money playing golf, using better equipment, and it's I think it's fantastic. Uh, it's, oh, I think we're both fans. Neither one of us sit back and say – I would like to see, hey, go play with the old golf ball just because I'd like to see it. I, I've just become a bigger and bigger fan of the sport as the years go by, and I respect the daylights out of those. It's easy to say, well, look at their physiques. You know, they're working. There's huge commitment on these guys, what they're eating, how they're living, how they're hitting the gym all the time, how they're building their teams. We always hear them say, aren't my team, we. You know, not too many times you hear guys just talk uh, about themselves. It's, it's a team thing. There's just a lot of changes. There was a lot of team involved in the past, but it wasn't looked at it that way. No, that's absolutely right. Pearl, that's going to wrap up another show. Man. Wow. Wow. Too fast. Stuff is flying by, Pearly. Thanks so much for yep. being with me. We uh, appreciate it. Me, thanks so much for taking care of us here. And uh, we will be back next week. Uh, this is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit him straight, St. Louis. <laughs>